Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hey, hey, hey. Holy cow. How are you today? Leo Laporte here. The tech guy, time to talk computers and the internet, home theater, digital photography, smartphones, smartwatches, virtual reality, headgear, and all that jazz. 8888-ASK-LEO. That's my phone number if you want to talk. 888-827-5536. We can, uh, we can, we can, uh, jabber and chat about all sorts of things. I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, the hot topic right now, at least in, uh, in tech and journalism, uh, circles is, and I'm not going to talk about it. Don't worry. <laughs> Cause I'm sure you're all bored with it. Fake news on uh, Facebook, right? And people are saying, Oh, fake news. It's all over Facebook. You know, it's very much like the, uh, the, the, uh, Facebook issue when, uh, when all that link bait was big on Facebook, you know, uh, mom adopted 12 chihuahuas and you won't believe what happened next. That, that kind of story. Remember you saw all of those? And uh, Facebook realized that, that it was making people unhappy in the long run because they'd click the link, they'd get to the story, and they'd feel cheated, like, oh, I was tricked. Meanwhile, the site that put that link up and put it on Facebook and made sure it got shared a lot, uh, that site was making money. So Facebook kind of uh, figured out a way to get that stuff uh, kind of lower ranked. Um the problem, partly, is that we share stuff without reading it uh, frequently. I mean, more than half the time, a link is shared uh, just cause you like the headline and, or maybe the picture or the video or whatever. And you see the first five seconds, you go, oh, I got to tell my friends this. So it just, and it gets shared, you know, on Facebook, it's a, a 1.75 billion monthly active users, more than a billion daily users. It's, you know, it's it, stuff spreads like wildfire, but we have this problem in tech as well. In fact, the problem I don't think is limited to Facebook at all. It's the problem, uh, at least on the internet of link bait is what we call it, where, Somebody wants to make some money, get some traffic on their site. Traffic equals money nowadays because of the ads. So uh, they, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a long-standing tradition. Remember, <laughs> on uh, your local news, there's a giant hole on the freeway. Film at eleven, and uh, that's called link bait, right? You you tune in, and you know the giant hole was because they were building a, an overpass or something. I mean, it's it was a trick. And I think most uh, most good news channels finally realize tricking your audience isn't the best way to drive ratings because the audience gets wise to it and gets mad at you eventually. Link bait works on the Internet for exactly the same reasons, and it's a problem everywhere. In fact, it's a real problem uh, for us in some respects because people see a big story. Well, I'll give you an example. Uh, just this week. Uh, a uh, security organization said that Apple is secretly uploading every phone call you make, every number you call, every number that came in. It's secretly saving that. 
<laughs> to iCloud. And, uh, and it got a lot of attention, right? This, the Intercept. iPhones secretly send call history to Apple, security firm says. Now, you're going to click that link, aren't you? Aren't you going to click that link? Yes, you are. It's a, from a Russian. Okay, that's that's becoming a bad word. A Russian digital forensics uh, firm, Elcomsoft, has found that Apple's mobile devices automatically send a user's call history to the company's servers if iCloud is enabled. You know what? If you'd wanted to, you could have figured that out yourself. You know why? What happens when you get a new iPhone? Just notice. Does your call history show up in that new iPhone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does your contact list show up on the new? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's called uh, that's called what you want, right? You get a new iPhone, you want it to be all set and ready to do it. If you have backup to iCloud checked, that's what's getting backed up. This is not a surprise to anybody who uh, pays attention to what's going on. It's, uh, it's, it's Apple's doing that. And you can turn it off by turning off backup to iCloud, period. Uh, so nice, nice, nice legwork, Elcomsoft, discovering something that's widely known anyway. But of course, it's great for traffic. And in my opinion, this is fake news. Yeah, Apple does that. They've always done that. Now, let me tell you something that was missing. And I wish we're in the stories because this is something everybody doesn't know. That with an appropriate request by law enforcement, not always a warrant, incidentally, but with an appropriate request by law enforcement, Apple will hand over the contents of your iCloud account. Now, this I think people don't know. Did you know that your Apple talks a lot about how your phone is encrypted and even Apple can't read the phone? Remember the big San Bernardino case where the FBI said, we need the contents of that phone, and Apple said, we don't know it, how it's encrypted. But if you read a little deeper into the story, you would have noticed that one of the things Apple told the FBI is, now, if you just let that back up to iCloud, we can give you everything. Apple has always had the keys to your iCloud account. This you can verify, too. If you call Apple, can they unlock it for you? Yes, they can. They make you tell me your firstborn's name and their social security number, but they will unlock it for you. Apple has access to your iCloud account, everything backed up there, which does include all your phone numbers, your contact list, your data, if you're backing up data there, everything. It's all there. And they will gladly hand it over. <laughs> it's not, and they've never made a, they haven't published, let's, let's be fair, they don't publicize it. They don't announce it. That I'll admit. It's, you know, it's kind of a, let's not. Let's not tell everybody we do this, but they do it. So a uh, couple of things. Don't back up to the iCloud if you're worried about law enforcement getting your information. I think, I thought, after the San Bernardino case, that Apple would make a stronger effort to make that data unavailable to Apple, like uh, real encryption. Oh, speaking of this, <laughs> look what just happened in England. Now, I don't think this is a fake news story. See, this is what it, the problem is. You got to trust. You got to find trusted um, news sources, and and find people who make take the time to look into this stuff, and will tell you what's going on. Like on this iCloud story, and say, yeah, no, Apple's always done that. Now you should know 
Yes, the iPhone is backing up. You told it to. It's a checkbox on the on the iPhone, back up to iCloud. And you should know that if Apple gets – Apple has access to that data. It's not hidden from Apple. Actually, that's really the main thing to say because if a rogue employee at Apple wanted to see it, they could see it too. If Apple got hacked, that they could, they, people could see it too. And, of course, law enforcement can see it. So as long as we're talking snooping, uh, Britain just passed what they call the Snoopers Charter. The most extreme surveillance law ever passed in a democracy. The current Prime Minister, Theresa May, introduced it before she was Prime Minister. The Prime Minister at the time said under no circumstance. Well, he, at first he said, hey, I kind of like it. But then he heard the, the outcry and said, well, no, no, we're not going to pass that. She's tried two times to pass this law. Four years later, it was passed on Wednesday by both houses of Parliament. The law will force Internet service providers in Britain to record every Internet customer's web history in real time for a year, every place you visit. Discourages uh, encryption, things like uh, email encryption, which I've recommended. In fact, I will sometime during the show tell you how to do. Gives law enforcement and intelligence agencies the power to hack into computers and devices of any citizen. It essentially, it essentially gives government in Britain uh, access to every bit of digital data, period. The kind of thing we're very worried about here in the United States and have been for some time. And I would guess that with this new law, it has to be the Queen has to ascend assent to it. <laughs> I think that's a rubber stamp. With royal assent, it becomes a law. And I would imagine the same thing will happen here. We should keep an eye on it, shouldn't we? The, this That's a big story. The Snoopers Charter has passed in the UK. 8888-ASK-LEO. Let's talk high-tech. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Get your motor running. Laporte, the tech guy. 8888-ASK-LEO. You know who's looking for adventure? No matter what comes her way, Heather Hammond, the phone ranger, she's got a traffic sign uh, behind her that says, no place left to turn. I like it. Hello, Heather. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? I am very well. Good. good. Raring to go. Bring on the callers. Have you, have you, I think you, we have a few. I see, I see the board blinking. Usually that means there's something going on. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Something magical happening. Who should I talk to? Adam in West Covina has a question about the new MacBook Pro. Well, I happen to have one sitting right in front of me, so let me answer your question. Hello, Adam in West Covina. How are you today? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm good. I got uh, I got the 13 and the 15 on um, Wednesday, and I've been playing with them ever since. Oh, okay, cool. I have a couple quick questions. Uh, I'm looking to get one, but I've been hearing you say that they're not like pro-ish. Well, that was uh, not me saying it so much as uh, people, other people uh, looking at the specs. It's hard to tell when you look at the specs whether a laptop is pro-ish. I think the, whatever pro-ish means, I think the issue really comes down to uh, people, ex you know, Apple's the only company that makes Macintosh computers. They're the only company that makes Apple laptops is Apple. So, and Apple doesn't make a whole bunch of different kinds. So you kind of are stuck with what they make. One of the things 
Apple did this time around is max out at 16 gigabytes of RAM. There's some people who would like more, and there's certainly plenty of laptops running Windows and Linux that can run 32, 64, 128 gigs of RAM. So it's a it's an artificial decision by Apple. So in that respect, some people say, well, you know, to do what I do, I need more memory. Uh, yeah. Apple Apple also has made it so that you can't upgrade these in any way. Everything, including the memory, is soldered down onto the motherboard. So what you buy is what you get. And that's different from years gone by as well. But, oh, okay. but whether it's right for you is not is another question. I mean, there are plenty of pros who can so-called, I put pros in quotes, who can live with 16 gigs. What are you looking for? Because here's the thing. I run Logic Pro. Oh. Yeah. And, um, uh, I don't want to have any problems because I do run a lot of plugins. Yeah. So, well, I you know I have Logic Pro on my uh, system, um, but I'm not a musician, so um, I can I can load uh, all of the you know uh, sounds. I can load all the you know I can I can put everything in here, and uh, and and try to play a big thing. It all seems to play. But what you're, but you, you know, I can't guarantee what you're doing will work, right? That's yeah, because I, because you know, I process vocals and yeah. instruments. So when you're running compressors, it starts to bog down. Yeah, of course. I have an iMac. It's a pretty, it's a pretty recent iMac, and it shows some bogging down. Yeah. The more you know, plugins I start running, so. Yeah, uh, that's frustrating. Yeah. So. Yeah, this is it. There are some examples, and one of them is music. Uh, Music uh, uh, programs, DAWs, digital audio workstations that have many, many tracks or are doing a lot of work behind the scenes. And and the thing with music is it's real time. You can't – bogging down is not a good thing. <laughs> you, need it to, yeah. you need it to play at full speed. Um, yeah, yeah. So would this laptop be adequate is, an, is a good question. I mean certainly you can buy an iMac with more RAM and more power. Yeah, um, yeah. There are other things that the Apple has perhaps uh, under – you know – underpowered this machine with uh, the graphics cards and so forth or not. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The best out there. There are better if you're a gamer and so forth. So, yeah, I guess it. I guess that's the real That's the real answer is it's it's a pro machine name, but that's a marketing name. Is it enough to do what you want to do? That's another question. And you have to just ask on a case-by-case basis. If your iMac's bogging down, how much RAM does your iMac have? I have 32. Yeah, and it's bogging down. And memory is a big part of it. The CPU um, on on these uh, top of the line uh, MacBook Pros is a i7. Uh, you know the Skylake, the, not the latest, not Cabby Lake, the Skylake, 2.9 gigahertz, pretty fast. That that's probably fast enough, I would guess, to handle yeah. all the threads. But uh, but lack of RAM could be a big issue. Um, yeah. So yeah, you. I mean, I can't. I don't. I, I would. You know, you could send me here. Send me their tracks, and I'll, <laughs> I'll try it. Get somebody to try it. But it sounds to me uh, like it isn't pro enough for what you want to do. If an iMac can't handle it, 
Yeah, because I, I run the the Wave Mercury bundle. Yeah, um, those plugins will bog you down too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, and, you know, a lot of different compressors, different type of compressors, EQs, so forth. So what's sad is uh, Apple's kind of seems to have turned its back on a certain class of user. It's a small number. But it's a passionate number. It's people who have been big supporters of the Macintosh, people like you. Look, every music studio in the world, you go in, there's a Macintosh in there. But that's that's starting to change. Same thing with video editors, uh, special effects editors. Uh, that's starting to change because you can get – there are many manufacturers of PCs, and the competition means you can get a broader range of hardware, including lots more RAM, at a lower price than Apple's charging. Apple raised the prices on these. So I understand the dissatisfaction. People want to use, I want to use OS X. I like OS X or Mac OS as we call it now. I like it. And Logic is an Apple product, so you can't run it on anything else. So if you're tied to Logic, you're kind of stuck. That's the thing. Yeah, and I don't want to take the time to learn like, you know, Cubase or, right. or uh, you know, Pro Tools. I wonder what the music industry is doing at this point. Um, well, you know, I guess really the, the issue is more like DJs and people want to take it on the road. You can use a desktop for a, in a studio, right? But it's uh, if you're going to take the thing on the road, you want a, a laptop. Um, I this is it's a little frustrating, but it's Apple's. You know, this is Apple's business, and the only reason it matters is because if this were Acer <laughs> or Asus or Dell, people would just say, "Well, fine," and go to Another company, but it's the only company that makes Mac OS computers. And a Hackintosh, while it's a possibility, I mean, it's, you know, technically not legal, but it's a possibility, isn't a good solution for a pro because you want, you know, reliability is important too. So your other choice is Windows and learning a new program. It's a little different for photographers and video editors and so forth because, uh, you know, Adobe is available on both platforms. It's like that runs identically on both platforms, so you can choose Windows or Mac OS. I like these new laptops. I'm I'm relieved that the keyboards are better. Uh, they are pointing out to me that with Thunderbolt three on these new laptops, you could get a Thunderbolt three audio interface, and, you know, hardware that would plug in and 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 offload the Mac. And of course, that's that's going to help. But it but <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, it's a really interesting question. I just don't know. I think it's now at this point, it's an individual. Uh, you have to uh, question. You have to go and, and try it and see. It sounds like this will. If the if the iMac can't keep up, this will not. This is not any faster than the best iMacs out there. Newer uh, Haswell process, uh, new processors. The iMacs are Haswell still, Skylake processors, but that doesn't make a big difference in performance. Well, I, I don't. I don't know if that helps or not, Adam. I'm. I, this is a little depressing to me because I uh, I like Mac OS. I really do. I think a lot of people are looking at Windows and even at Linux as an alternative. More hardware, less money. If you can find the software you need, then that's the way to go. 8888-ASK-LEO, the number. Scott Wilkinson talks home theater when we come back right after this.
This portion of the Tech Guy Show brought to you by the amazing Epson Fast Photo Scanner Preserve, where it's priceless with the fast photo, the world's fastest photo scanner, fast and easy to scan thousands of photos as fast as one per second at 300 DPI. Restore, save, organize, share your collection with the Epson Fast Photo. Time, as always, for Scott Wilkinson, our home theater guru. He joins us each week to talk home theater. He's the host of the Home Theater Geeks podcast uh, at my podcast network, twit.tv slash HTG, also editor-in-chief at the AVS Forum. Hello, Scott. Hey, Leo. How's it going? I am good. I forgot that uh, sat- uh, this is Saturday we're, as we record this before Thanksgiving, which means less than a week away from Black Friday. Black Friday. Now, Cyber Monday. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Cyber Month, really. A lot yeah, exactly. Of, a lot I of these totally companies agree. do it all month long. I totally agree. I totally agree. There's just – there's. We're we're seeing black. We've been seeing Black Friday ads, quote unquote, all month. So. Yeah. Typically, though, Black Friday the best is has some of the best deals of the year on televisions. If you're mm-hmm. if you're willing to kind of take the TV they're offering. Yes, exactly. And and they typically you know sort of load up on Lost Leaders and you know the the cap what are called the captive brands. So the insignias, the scepters, store brands, store brands. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I don't generally recommend those. I must admit I haven't spent a lot of time with them, but uh, I can't imagine what I have seen of them. I've not been very impressed. I try to stick with the the name brands. And I also try to stick with sort of not necessarily the very bottom of the barrel of the name brands, but kind of the, the upper, not, not the top end, but, you know, slightly up above the, the bottom. And I found something interesting this year as I was looking around the Black Friday ads I did not see the kind of discounts on TVs in particular that I have in years past. And I, I haven't finished my survey yet, but from what I've seen so far, I'm only seeing discounts in the 10, 10 to 30% range. Because usually they're like half or more. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Not, there's always, and everybody talks about, oh, you get a 48-inch TV for $200 and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Usually that's not a TV you'd... Well, maybe, I shouldn't say you wouldn't want. Well, it could be a big improvement, want. right, over what you've got. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you've got something really funky, then sure, absolutely. If you're still watching your 32-inch Sony Vega yeah, right. CRT <laughs> TV, it's taken up three-quarters of your room. Any flat panel would be an improvement over that. Well, that's not necessarily true. If the Vega is a CRT, as you remember, CRT TVs actually perform pretty well, Yeah. Uh, especially in terms of blacks, which the new LCD, well, the oh, cheap LCD TVs don't do. So they, they're more they're compact. Blacks. They're brighter. Yep. They're bigger, yep. But they may you may say, well, that looks kind of. They're not. They're also HD, which this which the Vega was not high def. No, that's true. That's true. Well, the yeah. later Vegas were were HD, but still, it, it's an older technology. Yeah. It does weigh three hundred pounds. Were there it takes H- up a bunch of- Wait a minute. Were there high def CRT televisions? Oh yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Didn't get beyond that. Now that we're in the age of four K. Uh, so that's, you know, well, that's that another question. We got, we got one last week and I wish you'd been here last week to help me mm-hmm. with it. Should I get a 4k TV? Is that what I should be looking at? And he was looking at the, at a smaller TV, a 42 inch. Well, and here's the thing I used to say, and I still do say that when you're looking at a small TV, 4k doesn't matter in terms of the amount of detail you can see. The human visual system is limited in terms of its acuity. And that, what that really means is how what's the finest detail you can see in the in the real world or on a TV or anywhere else and at a 40 43 inch TV at 4K you're not at a normal seating distance you're not going to see that extra detail however what i do say what i recently learned uh, talking with uh, some some people at the Simpty Tech conference 
that 4K isn't only about visual acuity. It's also about minimizing artifacts like stair steps. You know when you got a diagonal line and it looks kind of jaggedy? They call jaggies commonly. Yeah. Uh, those are much less evident on 4K than they are on HD, even at small screen sizes. So that's one reason definitely to get a 4K TV. Another reason is if you can get one with high dynamic range, then that makes a huge difference in the picture. It's more expensive because it's a newer technology, but it is easily visible as a significant improvement. I do think, though, that you're seeing, and somebody in the chat was saying Costco had lots of 4K TVs in the 2 to $400 range, and those will be the 42-inchers. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, one thing I would say is, well, if you can get a $400 TV that's bigger, then I would get that even if it's only 1080p. But sh should they stay away from a 4K at that price? I mean, no, I, I wouldn't actually, because of this thing that I recently sort of learned about and discovered and thought about was is that when you get a smaller TV at 4K, the what could be artifacts at 1080p like jaggies or a, a tech or a uh, an artifact called moiré, which is if you see a guy wearing a suit with a fine pattern a fine sort of pattern in the suit, you'll see it kind of these weird curvy lines in it. And those will be much less evident at 4K if you have a 4K display than if you have a 1080p. So I've reversed or changed my stance on this. Yes, you should get a 4K at TV. At this point. Yes. Yeah. And at there is more and more, especially streaming content on 4K. So Yes, yes, yeah. that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Um, also, uh, LG have made an announcement, and they kind of made a big deal about it, and it was embargoed until today and so on. Their B6, the, the OLED that you have, uh, is now they are doing a nationwide price drop, but it isn't. It isn't as big a price drop as I expected it to be. It's only two hundred bucks. Oh, whew, that's a relief. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you know, they're, they're that's they're a nice big... TV, but it's a oh, but it's a beautiful. four thousand dollar TV. Ah, well, not anymore. The now the it's a thirty eight hundred dollar TV. <laughs> no, actually, the the sixty five B6, which is the one you have, the sixty five incher. Uh, is now twenty eight hundred bucks. Oh wow, that is a good price. So it's a pretty good price. That is a good the price. Yeah, fifty five incher is eighteen hundred bucks. See, I would, I would, boy, I know that's a lot of money, but that TV at fifty five inches, that's at a great TV. Inches, it's an OLED TV as opposed yeah. to LCD, so you're black. That is a big. It seems like perfect. a big price drop, isn't it? Maybe not. Yeah, they recently they recently dropped the price. I don't know a month or two ago, and now this is a Black Friday special. Uh, that's only well, I'd be... almost stretch if I could. The problem is, and I mentioned this to the fellow as well, you're not just buying the TV now. When you go 4K, and you're going to want to get a new AV receiver. You want to get an AV receiver. You want to get a 5.1 surround sound. You're going to want it, or yeah. 7.1 or, or Atmos. Something like that, You're yeah. going to want to get uh, new 4K-capable uh, streaming things, although the TV has 4K streaming built it in. It does. It does. Now, here's, a, here's some good news. The Samsung UHD Blu-ray player, the 4K Blu-ray player at Best Buy is now selling for 200 bucks, oh, half good. off what it used to be. That's good. What and that, that's, that's nice if you like, if you don't mind buying discs and these UK, UHD discs are very expensive. Well, they're not that much more expensive. They're maybe 20% more than Blu-rays. Well, Blu-rays are pretty cheap these days. But that Samsung player and all UHD Blu-ray players also have streaming as well. Yeah. And they might have different uh, streaming sources than in, than what are in your TV. Yeah, and of course, streaming looks pretty good. <clears throat> pretty good. Pretty not good. Nearly as good. Not nearly as good as discs. Pretty good. And there, are, not... there are close to a hundred hundred discs available now. Hundred titles. Yeah, 
Yeah. So it's a growing fast. And from what I hear, the uptake, the, the adoption rate is much faster now than it was for HD and Blu-ray when that first came out. So here I'm just looking at Mad Max, which is a good uh, choice for UHD. Oh, excellent. Mad you Max can, you can get the streaming video, own it for twelve ninety nine. The Blu-ray for fourteen ninety six, a couple bucks more. DVD's only ten bucks. Mm -hmm. And if you want the four K, it's twice as much as the Blu-ray. It's thirty dollars. Oh. So okay. that seems to me pretty typical. They are expensive. And there's something else mm -hmm. to keep in mind. It doesn't stop with the TV. Scott Wilkinson, <laughs> twit.tv slash HTG, Home Theater Geeks. I haven't heard that song in a while. A little bit of, little bit of kind of Prince-like action with Morris Day and the Time from the movie Purple Rain. How about that, huh, musical director? Pretty good, Nathan. Oh, Nathan's not here. It's Mike. Pretty good, Mike. I got it. <laughs> hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Oh, it's a weird skill. 80, it's from too many years as a DJ. 8888-ASK-LEO. Dwayne in Las Vegas. Hi, Dwayne. Hi, Leo. It's a great pleasure. Nice to talk to you. Welcome. I am... Uh... One of probably like a lot of your uh, followers, I was following you before I ever got my first computer way wow. back in the old days. So it's all my fault. It is your fault. <laughs> you know, I can re I can remember like yesterday rushing in the door with my first computer, oh, a wow. Dell. Oh, nice. Couldn't wait, couldn't wait to shove in that AOL installation disk, and my life <laughs> has never been the same. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny now that really uh, it seems like old times, doesn't it? It wasn't even that long ago, but it just seems. We've come a long way, I guess. Yeah, about 15 years, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have concluded over these years. You, you probably have cars that are 15 years old. They don't seem that old, right? But, boy, that seems like ancient history when it comes to technology. My car is 15 years old, and yeah. it still purrs like a kid. Yeah, exactly. But uh, that's the problem. I've, I've heard you say many times that uh, our hardware doesn't wear out, but they don't keep it updated. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm calling you for today. Well, you don't I, still I, have that Packard Bell, do you? Oh, goodness, no. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the Packard Bell company, as far as I know, went out of business. The big box store that I bought it at went out of business. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, Packard Bell went out. Everybody's gone now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Things are different. Things but are like different. Like I said, I have concluded in these 15 years, I do not speak geek. I have lived my life on my computer and now my smartphone, and I don't understand any of it. <laughs> So I've given up trying to fix or, or answer the questions I have about a PC or about a printer or about my router. I'm calling you today to ask about my smartphone. Okay. And there are many of us who don't have $700 to toss around every year or two. Yes. But I'm a taxi cab driver in Las Vegas. So I work 12-hour ah. shifts. 
and I multitask on my phone nonstop. Sure, that's a that's. I'm starting. I'm starting to get some problems with it, and I don't know if I should blame Samsung or Android, uh, the version I have, or Verizon. It's hard to know who to blame. But well, all, all three deserve plenty of, of blame. <laughs> Go around. Uh, what problems are you having? Well, I seem to be more and more in the last few months losing my connection, especially when I'm uh. doing doing more than one thing at a time, which I always do. I always stream radio, the radio or listen to your podcast, and then I do other stuff. And the more things I do, it seems, the more times I get knocked offline. Which, so Samsung, which Samsung phone do you have? Well, I I was dying to get the Note 4 when it came out, and I went into the store over and over, and I could not force myself to pull the trigger to spend so much money it's, on a phone. Yeah, they're so expensive, yeah. So about a year after, or about uh, about the time the Note 4 came out, I found a used Note 3. That's fine. On, on one of but those it is websites. it is an older phone now. We're up to the latest generation, uh, of course, didn't have a, a great track record. It would have been the Note 6. They skipped 6 and went to 7, so... You're th- you're three years old, three generations old, and that's a lot when it comes to smartphones. Unlike computers, three years on a computer wouldn't be a big deal. It is more on a phone because um, we're making great strides still. Whenever technology is relatively new, it, it it moves faster. Remember the early days of the PC? They got faster and faster and faster, and the everything changed at a fast clip. Now it's kind of slowed down. Phones are at that still. Starting to slow down now, but we're at that early clip for a long time. So I think a new phone would be good for you. Here's the good news. There is some competition uh, at the low end in Android. I'm seeing a number of companies make Android, very nice Android phones for about $400 instead of $800. Um, and so you have a phone that isn't really up to snuff for the Verizon network. It's not using the latest Verizon technologies. For instance, you can't do data and a phone call at the same time. You're not you're not using the latest LTE, so it is time to upgrade that phone. I would say you probably get a good deal on a Note Seven, <laughs> but don't don't get it, don't get it. Although I am told that Samsung is thinking about selling refurbished Note Sevens. If they do that, and when they refurbish it, what they'll probably do is put a smaller battery in there. Where I think we're increasingly coming to the opinion the reason the Note Sevens exploded, burst into flame, is because there was too much battery in that small case. So if they put a smaller battery in there, battery life would be lower. But I bet you drive with it plugged in, right? Uh, the the, uh, the phone. The phone's yeah. plugged in, right? You're not you don't you don't care about battery life, in other words. No, no, I I I'm out of battery like within an hour or two. I keep it. Yeah. I keep you keep it plugged in, yeah. So yeah. I if they sell refurbished Note Sevens, they for sure won't sell them if they continue to explode. That would be a problem. So if they decide to do this, I think what they're going to do, they've got literally millions of them that have been turned back in if they can go through and put a smaller battery in and it's it was the best phone of the year that would be a great choice for you and obviously they're not going to be able to sell it at their original list price not even close because nobody would buy it in fact they'll probably sell it for 200 bucks just be just trying to get rid of them right so i would keep my eye peeled on that on the other if you can't wait then there are some really good ones do you what is it do you you don't do you use the stylus on the note no, I don't. I've tried it a couple times. I can't figure out how it works. Yeah, good. So the stylus was the only thing that was pretty, that was you know unique about the 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 Note series. There are there are LG makes one with a stylus too, but nobody else is doing a stylus. So if you don't care about the stylus, that really opens up the world for you. There are a number of very good, brand new, faster phones. They're faster. They have more RAM. OnePlus uh, now makes the OnePlus Three. I think they call it the T or Three. 
Their brand new one they just announced is a really great phone for under $400. So the OnePlus, the Axon 7 from ZTE, very nice. One of my favorite phones out there. It has all the neat new features like a fingerprint reader, very, very fast using the new Snapdragon 820 processor. Extra RAM now. You know, your phone had two gigs of RAM, I think. These phones have usually twice that now. Some have more. The OnePlus has six gigs of RAM in it. That makes a difference in exactly what you're talking about, this multitasking situation. Uh, They'll use the new Verizon LTE better. Uh, Honor, uh, the Honor 8 from Huawei, very nice. And actually, the 9, I think, just came out. That's a big phone. It sounds like you like a big screen. Yes. Yeah, that is a really nice one. And all of these companies, ZTE, Huawei, OnePlus, are small or not well-known in the U.S. They're actually big Chinese uh, companies, so they uh, have to be aggressive in the pricing. The the Honor 8, uh, actually, the Honor 8 isn't that big. That is not a giant phone. Um, let me think of what else would be, what would be the biggest, the OnePlus 3T is 429 for 64 gigabytes. It's a little more than I thought, but still half what you would pay for the Note. Right or something similar. Yes. Yeah, uh, I really like the uh, the One Plus. I think that's probably the one to go to. The One Plus Three T, which just was announced. Now you have the problem is you've got to make sure they'll work on Verizon. So you might go in and say, "I'm interested in the Huawei, the ZTE, the One Plus. Um, what do you got for me?" <laughs> Anything that you guys will work with your network. You want to make sure it'll work with their network at fully, like the LTE and everything. Okay. All right. But I think now you're in a good position there because, look at that's crazy. These phones are almost $1,000. We were just talking about $300 4K TVs. And these phones are three times that. That's crazy. Just crazy. Um, I I really like the these uh, these they're they're all Chinese. I don't know if that bothers you or not, but every phone is made in China or Korea nowadays anyway. But they're all Chinese and they are really priced to move. Um, but you do want to make sure it'll work on Verizon. So do do some research. I'll, I'll have to check for you and see which ones will work on Verizon. There's some just great stuff out there, and it, that's good. We want to see price competition. Hey, I appreciate the call. Next time I'm in uh, Vegas, what tr- what taxi line do you work for, Dwayne? It is a company called Yellow Checker Star. Give me a call, I'll give you a ride. <laughs> I'll 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 ask for a Dwayne on Yellow Checker Star. That sounds like there's <laughs> three companies in one. We're gonna take a break for news at the top of the hour. We'll have more Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Well, hey, 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 how are you today? Good to see you. Leo Laporte here on this end, on this other side of the microphone, talking at you. 
talking to talking tech, computers, the internet, home theater, digital photography, smartphones, smart watches, and all that jazz. Eighty-eight, eighty-eight. Ask Leo. The consensus of the chat room uh, is brutal, but probably true. For our Vegas cabbie last hour, dump Verizon. The problem is that Verizon and Sprint. Uh, historically are what we call CDMA carriers, T-Mobile and AT&T GSM. They're two different technologies. Now everybody's LTE, right? And if you if your phone can support voice over LTE, Volte, and uh, you have the right radio frequencies in the phone, you, you're probably going to work fine on that network. I uh, I bought a Verizon iPhone, for instance, put in a T-Mobile SIM, worked fine. Um, but there are cases where uh, a Verizon phone uh, won't work in every environment, and there are cases where phones designed for a G- for GSM networks, which are pretty much the standard worldwide, so that most unlocked phones are designed for GSM networks, may not be fully compatible with Verizon. Apparently... Uh, Stephen, who's uh, joining me in the studio today, says that the 3T isn't going to work fully with the Verizon network. Uh, it might work kind of. It might, just might not. You may not get all bands. And so you probably, when you buy a phone, you should try to get all the bands. I think that 3T, though, looks very interesting. It's, uh, OnePlus did an interesting thing. They released the OnePlus 3 just six months ago. And this is something that nobody does. And they're getting a little heat for it, oddly enough, and I think they should get a little praise for it. They said, well, in the six months since uh, new processors have come out, more capabilities, we decided we could upgrade this phone uh, at the same price and offer you, or maybe it's a little bit more, and offer you a better experience. So uh, we're not waiting a year or two years. We're just going to upgrade it. Here's the problem. People who bought the phone six months ago are mad, right? Hey, I'm one. But I think really we should be encouraging companies to innovate as fast as they can, not slow down innovation artificially, just not just so that they don't annoy people who bought the phone six months ago. We, we you know what? I, I have to live with this more than most, and you should probably live with it too. Technology improves at a faster rate than uh, other stuff. Remember we were talking about how, you know, a 15-year-old car seems pretty good still. 15-year-old TV, not so much. And a 15-year-old phone, forget about it. Or computer, forget it. Forget about it. So that's the good thing about technology is that the improvements have come so fast and furious. And if you buy a computer, we always, you know, used to joke, is it's obsolete the day you walk out the door, right? And I, because I buy a lot of stuff, I'm more prone to this than uh, most. In fact, I've earned the reputation of, uh, you know, being the guy who buys the, the, the thing on the last day that it's available and gets upgraded. People say, well, I'm just going to wait till you buy it, Leo. Then it'll be sure for sure be upgraded. It's not completely fair. I also buy things the minute they come out because I want to review them for you. Here's an example, the MacBook Pro, the new MacBook we've been talking about a little bit from Apple with the new touch bar, the OLED screen at the top, the new keyboard, the new screen, Slightly faster, a little more expensive. I bought two of them, a 13 and a 15. Uh, and I had a few questions. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Questions I was, I was really wondering about. You know, I needed a new 15 because my old 15-inch MacBook Pro was from 2012. It was four years old. It was about time. This one is noticeably faster. That's for sure. Uh, the design is similar. I mean, it's thinner. <laughs> Apple seems to be seems to fetish fetishize uh, thin and light, and and sometimes they do it to the detriment of the product. Right? This this is thinner, and so the keyboard has the new reduced travel that the MacBook keyboard has. Now I understand the MacBook had was so thin there was nowhere for the keys to go, but I think they could have maybe given these keys a little more travel. So I was a little worried. I didn't like the Mac, frankly, the MacBook uh, keyboard. MacBook is that super thin one. Not, not It's not a MacBook anything. It's the MacBook nothing. Uh, super, super thin keyboard. Um, and I felt, always felt like I was stubbing my fingers typing on it. They've done something to this one. It's the same keyboard, same reduced travel. The keys don't move much. But they've added a click at the end, which makes it a little noisier. And somehow, maybe psychologically, I don't feel like I'm stubbing my fingers anymore. So I feel like I'm, I'm a little more accurate. In other words, I can live with this keyboard. Still not my favorite, but I'll, but in my opinion, weirdly enough, better than the MacBook keyboard. The other big change, Apple has already indicated they're never going to do a touchscreen. Uh, meanwhile, of course, everybody on the Windows side is doing touchscreens. So instead, they added a touch bar. They replaced the function key row with an OLED screen and a fingerprint reader. I love the fingerprint reader. Now, I know this is nothing new on a laptop. Lenovo has been doing fingerprint readers for 10 years. But it is nice not to have to type a password every time you put the computer to sleep. Just tap the fingerprint reader and you're woken up. There's a Siri key, the volume keys. In fact, all the function keys are still there. They're just not physical. They're, they're on an OLED screen. It's kind of cool. Uh, and then what's really cool, because it's just a screen, it's programmable. So as things change, you might get different things on the screen. For instance, one of the things it does comes straight from the iPhone, this autocorrect. As you start to type, it will start to recommend words, which is, you know, kind of interesting. I, can, I have an emoji keyboard so I can put emojis into my texts. Um, you can't, you know, you can't show emojis on a regular, uh, keyboard. Uh, if you're using, uh, programs that are designed for this and right now it's mostly Apple programs, although Pixelmator, which is a very popular drawing program has updated, uh, their, their Pixelmator to include specialized buttons. Probably the, the best example is, uh, Apple's own photos program, which is kind of amazing because you can, 
you can see thumbnails of your photos on this little OLED screen. Yeah, I mean little tiny ones. <laughs> they're not they're not uh, huge, but they're visible, and you can scroll through your photos using the touch bar. That's kind of interesting. Not sure. I've only had it for four days if this is going to prove to be a gimmick or something that's really valuable. Here's my concern about it. It's changing all the time, so you have to look at it. And anybody who's become a touch typist who's invested the time in learning how to type did it so they wouldn't have to look at the keyboard. They could look at their screen while they were typing. Isn't that what Miss Bianchini taught you in, uh, in eighth grade? Don't ever look at the keys. Look at the screen. Well, now all of a sudden I have to look at the keys to use it. It's also very limited functionality, and it's unpredictable. You don't know what those keys are going to be. So I think it might be counterproductive. It might just be a gimmick. It's Apple's kind of way of saying, well, we're never going to put touch on a screen, but at least we're going to give you a touch bar. It's too early for me to say whether this is a gimmick or not. My gut is it is, that it's not going to be as good as a touch screen or as useful as a touch screen, and it's going to be something I probably won't use all the time because it takes... It takes me away from touch typing into looking down at the keys again. The screen is gorgeous. You don't want to look away from the screen. It's one of the most beautiful screens I've ever seen. Apple says it's P3, which means it's the full-color gamut. Photographers, video editors will appreciate that. It's a lot more expensive. It's lighter, about half a pound lighter. It is. I agree with people who say it's not enough of an improvement to, to justify the name Pro. But if, if you, like me, are ready for a new MacBook four years down the road or thereabouts, I think it's a good, a good buy. And it's, frankly, the only choice, isn't it? Leo Laporte, the tech guy. We go back to the phones right after this. Leo Laporte, the Tech Guy. This portion of the Tech Guy show brought to you by the revolutionary new Epson EcoTank printers with cartridge tree printing and years of ink in the box. Go to epson.com slash ecotank to learn more. Epson, exceed your vision. Leo Laporte, the Tech Guy. Back we go to the phones. Lee in Maplewood, Minnesota. Hi, Lee. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, so I'm good. I have a Mac Mini that's a 2007. I really don't want to spend the money on anything like a Mac anymore. So, and I'm trying to get a tablet, but I'm not sure which one to get. It, well, of course, the first thing you thought of is the iPad. Is there some reason you don't want an iPad? I just really don't want to spend. I just like the whole Android system, and, you know, after, you know, a lot of the, you know, Apple stuff I don't really like anymore. I, you know, it used to be cool, but I just don't. <laughs> no, Apple is a, is a fashion statement now, I'm starting to think. Less less a technology company and more of a fashion company. Um, so uh, there are two two good Android tablet manufacturers. One is Samsung, and uh, the other is Google. Google, unfortunately, hasn't done a new tablet. They, the last one they did was the Pixel C, which I, I kind of liked. 
Um, oh, NVIDIA also makes a tablet that's quite good, the Shield K1. That's a very good tablet, mainly designed for gaming because it has an NVIDIA uh, GPU in there, an NVIDIA processor, the Tegra that, or the K1 that's very fast for gaming. Um, and then, of course, the Samsung Note line and the, the Samsung Galaxy tablets are quite good as well. So I think there's I think there's three different ones you could look at. There, there are a few other companies that make kind of crossover Android tablet devices uh, like Lenovo, um, Acer, Asus. But I, I would say if, if you don't want a, a, a Galaxy, then take a look at maybe the Google Pixel C or the yeah, Nvidia. I, I, saw, I saw a thing called, what is it, the, the Tab A or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, re- would you say that? Yeah, I mean, the problem with Samsung is they make a bunch of Android tablets, right? And Samsung also is very big on modifying Android to, you know, match their own unique interface. Um, so the the A, I'm not sure what's different about the A. It's a 10-inch tablet. I think that's the yeah. less expensive one, right? Is that the idea? Uh, I was looking at the Black Friday ones, and I saw one at Costco that's yeah. like a hundred and yeah. Well, so I don't, the- I, I don't like to spend money on uh, cheap tablets because <laughs> a lot of times there's a big sacrifice on those. For instance, this uh, cheap tablet, the Samsung A, has 16 gigabytes of storage. Uh, I mean, it might be okay if you don't. Uh, I guess you could put a memory card in it, two gigs of yeah, RAM. But- so yeah, it's not it's not it's not going to be super fast. It's it, I guess it all comes down to what you do with it. Uh, pretty much surf the internet and use it. I'm going to be getting a Chromecast thing. Oh yeah. So then you might even look at the seven inch for that one. That's a hundred bucks. And yeah, uh, I saw, uh, yeah, I saw one the one at uh, the one at uh, Costco is like is like an eight inch. Yeah, and it also comes with one of those. Uh, it comes with a case too. I kind of like the uh, seven-inch, eight-inch tablets. There, it, but the, it's it's a mat. This is a matter of personal taste more than anything else. I loved the uh, the, the Google tablet, the Nexus Seven, seven-inch tablet. In fact, I still use one. It's sitting right in front of me, um, and I like it because you it's po- it's almost pocketable. It's almost a big phone. It's just a little bigger than a big phone, and so for that, it's fine. I mean. But again, it depends. You might not want to read books on it, but it'd be great for certainly for Chromecast. It'd be great. It'd be like a great uh, remote control for Chromecast and simple surfing. It'd be fine. Yeah, and then I have another question. Uh, I've heard about this thing called uh, Cody. Is that even legal to use? Yeah. Was that no? Cody is perfectly Co- Cody is a rebranding of XBMC, the Xbox Media Player. Uh, there was an open source version of that called XBMC, and they rebranded that to Kodi. It's open source home theater software. The legality or illegality of it comes down to what you're playing over it. You you know, if you put BitTorrent on it and you're playing illegal versions of Game of Thrones, then it's illegal to do that. But the software itself is not illegal, and its capabilities are not illegal. Okay, so I've seen these box, the Android boxes that they're selling. Yeah, okay. Then so, I, heard, but I heard you can get them at Walmart, but then I heard someone going to court over it. So how does, right. how does that work for our... <laughs> uh, I guess Walmart's washing their hands of the ethical issues. So, yeah, now I'm seeing people take a, a, an Android device, cheap device, put Kodi on it, uh, and then attaching to it software that lets you watch streams illegally. 
So I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's a that's a it's really how you use it. But if you're buying something and you look on the box and says, watch watch Game of Thrones, watch HBO free, then maybe you might want to think twice about it. It's not like somebody's going to come. Uh, hello, excuse me. We're going to arrest you, Lee, for watching Game of Thrones illegally on your Cody box. Well, uh, I saw a, a news article where someone actually, the cops actually brought him to trial and everything. Really? Well, he must have been a little more egregious than just watching it at home. He no, must, no, he was selling yeah, it. Yeah, he was selling it. Yeah, exactly. That is illegal. And those guys, that's the biggest concern for you buying them is that that company will be out of business sooner than later. I know there's a few of them, that, and uh, Amazon's actually selling. That's what I Oh, of course they are, right? Until so, they get... So how does, so how does that... <laughs> They're not legal. They're just not legal. The, 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 Amazon doesn't make any uh, warrants warranties about the legality of a device it's selling. It's legal if you don't misuse it. So really, you have to take it home, and that it enables you to watch pirated content. <laughs> I think it's a little... You're right. Amazon ultimately bears some... The brunt of responsibility on this. Well, Your Honor, I did not expect our customer to watch illegal content on it. That's uh, I thought he was just going to watch his own personal collection for his personal use. Yeah, but it says right on the box, you can watch HBO for free. Well, that's something I would not recommend. <laughs> you know, it's... Uh... The movie industry drives them crazy. TV industry drives them crazy because it is very, very hard for them to shut this stuff down. Because that company will be gone. And, and But it's that company selling a box that's made in China where there are no restrictions on this. And that, the companies that make these boxes in China will continue to crank them out by the thousands and millions. As long as people continue to buy them. Remember also, stuff you buy on Amazon isn't always from Amazon. In fact, I would bet in this case it's it's not from Amazon. It's just a listing on Amazon. It's it's your you know what it's your morals, your ethics. I wouldn't do it. Um, but you know, maybe you would. And certainly it's very hard for these companies to stop this. That's why they rant and rail so much about piracy. That's piracy. Just be clear about it. If you're if you're getting something like that for free, you're not paying for it, you're pirating it. And tools that allow this kind of piracy, those companies will end up getting put out of business, but new ones will spring up. It's like mushrooms. There's nothing they can do about it. 8888-ASK-LEO. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
Listen. I've traveled every road in this here land. He's been everywhere, man. He's Johnny Jett, our travel guru. Johnny Jett brought to you today by the amazing Epson Fast Photo. Preserve what's priceless with the world's fastest photo scanner. Fast and easy. Scan thousands of photos as fast as one per second. Almost as fast as Johnny could talk. 300 dip, dip, dips per inch. Dots per inch. Restore, save, and organize. Share your collection. The Epson Fast Photo. Hey, Johnny Jett. Hello, Leo. Aloha. Yeah, aloha. aloha. Hopefully I'll be in Hawaii sometime soon. Yeah, yeah. The first time you bring uh, your child to Hawaii is a great f- magical feeling until they start eating the sand on the beach. Oh, gosh, yeah. Well, <laughs> we won't be, Jack won't be on the plane for a few months. Really? You're going to take him somewhere, though, uh, that soon? Uh, I think we're going to wait at least six months, six or eight months. What is the advice sure shots, on traveling right? with a child, a baby? You know, I think every doctor is different. Our doctor says, you know, most people, I think, say after three months – I know some friends who have kids who their kids are like nine months old and they've been to 10 countries, Yeah, which, you know, that's how I used to travel before I had my son. But now um, I want to take, make sure that he's safe. I don't want to put him in harm's way and make sure he has all his immunized shots. I was thinking though, uh, uh, a little bit about my mom and dad and how they took me to Europe when I was in uh, sixth grade for the summer. My, my sister and I spent the summer in Europe. We drove all around and how that gave me the travel bug. And then I was thinking about uh, passing that along to my kids. I traveled with them quite a bit. And I think that's a great thing. If you can introduce – I mean, if you can, introduce your kids to – it doesn't have to be overseas. I mean, there's travel in the U.S. too and Canada and Mexico. I mean, there's lots of places. And it's it's very broadening for, I think, a kid to experience other places than just their town. For sure. And I think travel these days is a lot different than it was when I was growing up. I know we rarely ever flew. I mean, I was a family of you know, I have three siblings and it was really expensive. These days, it's so cheap to fly. I mean, I never went out of the country until I was 21. Yeah. And besides Canada, which, right. by the way, is a great bargain for everyone. Um, you know, our dollar is so strong right now that going to Canada is like 25 percent off last I looked. And Europe, too. I mean, the euro was 107 yesterday. Yeah. Travel is so, just fun. It's uh, for me, but I think it's broadening for kids, and it's a great thing to give them some experience with, of other people and other ways of life. Without a doubt. And speaking of old trips, and I know you just mentioned the Epson's scan your photos. Yeah. There's an. Have you heard this app called Photo Mine? No. P P H O T O M Y N E. So this is a brilliant app. You know. So let's say you have albums like I do when we did do our car trips that I used to put these little albums together and you have that cellophane wrapper, you know, all the albums and you try to take those photos out and scan them and the photos rip. Well, this app, you download an app. It's three 99 on both for uh, Google and Android. And you can scan the photos while they're in the photo album without taking them out. They don't have to be in order and you can edit them and then send them and share them. This is the big thing. Now, uh, Google just released a photo scanner app themselves for Android and iOS. Oh, I didn't um, see that one. Yeah, I don't know. This looks pretty good. If Google's is free, of course, but this does things like colorizing. I would, I would try both, frankly, and see which one uh, works best for you. But isn't that, a, isn't it better to have that digitally so you can share it and and you know it'll be preserved? Um, and that's, you know, actually that's why I use the fast photo because my mom has shoe boxes full of stuff that I really want to save, and I want my sister to have a copy. Things like that. 
And how long does it take you to scan those? Because I do that, but it's you know it takes a minute a photo pretty much. Not anymore. That's the whole point of the uh, fast photos. They've just, they realize that's the main reason. I don't want to give them a big ad here. This is <laughs> this is your right. segment, but uh, but that's the whole point. Is this has a sheet feeder and it goes very quickly, much faster okay. than it used to. Yeah, you're not well, sitting I'll there check that out. opening the lid, putting the picture in, closing the lid, scanning it, doing it over and over again. It makes it much easier. Well, I like this photo of mine, and I recommend you know before you take photos. Clean your lens. I mean, I, I, I clean my lens almost every I mean, day. You mean your smartphone lens? Yeah, it gets exactly. all schmutzy, doesn't it? Yes, just after a day or two. It's, there's, it could be a big difference when you're traveling. Um, just take a Q-tip and, you know, wipe off the gook. Yeah, degookify it. <laughs> yeah, some of, them, uh, some of them have indentations that are more likely to collect gook than some of them not. Photomine right. is P-H-O-T-O-M-Y-N-E, photomine.com. That's cool. What else you got? Okay, and now I got another app. This one is um, it's called the Walk app. W A L C. So the website's W A L C dot me. I like it when they misspell these. It's a lot easier to find them, and <laughs> then I have to search for W A L K. W A L C. So I know you like walking around a lot when I you do. go to Europe. I do. And this app, you know, I, I don't know if it's better than Google or Apple Maps, but what I like about it is that you know you can it gives you turn by turn directions using landmarks. Oh, and nice. businesses oh, yeah. instead of saying head head north, which kind of drives me nuts a lot. Um, so have you used this app at all? No, this is brand new to me. So uh, it's it says when you see a Starbucks, turn left, that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, that and would be And it's community easier. driven um, and it's free. And then uh, so by, how, how do you get around when you go to Europe? What do you use? Do you um, use Google Maps? Yeah, Google Maps pretty much. Um, and uh, sometimes Apple Maps, but mostly Google Maps. And then for for planning like a trip somewhere like when we were in london and we wanted to go see the tower of london i'd use city mapper which you've recommended in the past right, city and that app. gives you a choice of walking and mass transit and it'll tell you how long and where's the bus stop and all that stuff so that's i like i would say this plus you know walk walc plus a city mapper might be a perfect combination so you have the choice right yeah, i do love to walk sometimes i, mean, I like to seen... walk aimlessly i don't want a map i just want to yeah. head out the door and all I need is a map how to get home. <laughs> when was the last time you actually used a physical map or saw someone using oh, a physical yeah, map? Oh, yeah, never. Isn't that funny? I do see people looking at their phones, though, a lot. That is now the new universal signal for help me, I'm lost. Correct. You, you oh, and, although they could be playing Pokemon. They, yeah, nowadays it's not so clear. But you can kind of tell. You see a couple puzzle, puzzlingly looking at their phone, looking up at street signs, looking at their phone again. That's probably lost. Help them. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Help them. Speaking yeah. of cool, my wife's listening to uh, you right now on Alexa. Uh huh. Yeah, isn't that cool? We, on the Amazon Echo, you can uh, say uh, you need to know that our podcast network is called Twit Live, and the unfortunately the Echo is not um, very good at pronunciation. Hmm. So she, I can't find the answer to the question I, I heard. You see, so what have... what you want to do is say Echo, listen to Twit Live huh? <laughs> on TuneIn, and then and then she'll Twit Live on TuneIn, and she'll she pronounces it right, but you can't. Oh, now what I got? Oh, now oh, I'm in trouble. Now I'm in a loop. Echo, stop, stop. Echo, echo. Oh, echo. Oh, oh. Johnny, take over, please. I'm. Mine just did the same thing, so I can't say I can't say the word either. But it's a great tool to have, especially when you're um at home and you want to listen to Leo on on the radio. Did you fix it? Not yet. I can't, I can't stop it. John, unplug it. Unplug it. I press the mute button and it won't stop. Oh, my gosh. Echo, stop. Oh, my gosh. That was horrible. You got me in a loop. By the way, somebody in the chat room said, what are you asking Leo if he ever uses a map? Guys don't use maps. 
<laughs> I used to I used to get the Thomas guides when I was going to a town, you know, that big book of maps. And I would because, you know, you'd look up the address, the whole thing. I used to do that like crazy. I love maps. But now we don't need maps. we got a map uh, and a GPS in our pocket. Isn't that amazing? I wonder if my parents' marriage would have been different. They used to fight all the time because of direction. <laughs> we would drive on trips. Honey, I fight. told you to turn left at the Sunoco station. Yeah, my dad uh, wouldn't listen. My mom no. wouldn't. I know where I'm going. I know where I'm going. I got it. <laughs> Male pride. Is there anything sillier? Johnny Jet is at johnnyjet.com. That's his website. <laughs> and he also has a great travel newsletter, a bunch of them that are there for free. Follow him on Twitter, too, at Johnny Jet or on Instagram. Thank you, John. Leo LaPointe. The took on. Leo Laporte, the tech guy, 88-ask. Leo, Adam, Los Angeles is next. Hi, Adam. Hello, uh, Leo. Yes, welcome. I live in Los Angeles. Okay. I am a Lakers fan. Well, we'll just have to live with that, I'm afraid. Okay. (laughs) Uh, They're doing okay this year. Yes. Uh, And anyways, uh, what I do is I like to... um, Record the radio off the radio. Yeah. their games. Yeah, and then I play them back that night or on my morning walk. And the way I do this is, I have to. I use an audio tape player. If you remember <laughs> those? Uh, yeah, I have a dual auto reverse tape deck. Perfect. And a timer. And so I I time it and it plays. It's four hours because uh, it's two tapes, uh, two hours each. So I get a little before the game and the whole game, and then a little bit afterwards. That's amazing. Um, yeah, and then I and I can walk with my my uh, old Walkman player, you know, a Walkman type player. Oh, so you, you record it on a cassette recorder? For some reason, I was seeing a reel to reel going. Around. No, no, no. Not, not that old. Not that old. <laughs> I felt like it, it was an episode of MacGyver, you know, that the, the show would start and clunk, and the reel to reel would start turning. All right, so there yeah, are yeah, digital yeah. ways to do this now. Now this is, but the problem is that this is not streamed. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. You're listening to the radio. Right. Yes. Yeah, it, it you called the right place. This show is on the radio, so we know right. we know that there still exists such a, such a technology. Where yeah. They, they so have a big I, tower. It goes up in the air and it <laughs> goes, sends out radio waves. And no matter where you are, if you're close enough, you can use this box, and the radio waves go in the box, and it makes sounds. It's amazing. Yes, it's a miracle. So I the you there is an MP3 style player like an iPod that will do this if you're interested. Yeah, yeah, and but so can I do all these things in that I can set it as a timer yep. and record it, or yep. and and oh, I see, and then I can play it back, and it's portable. Yep. And what is that? It's uh, C Crane makes it. Uh, C Crane does. Uh, C, I love C Crane, uh, and Bob Crane, of course, is a is a listener, and and we're fans of his, uh, and uh, never was able to get him an advertise on this show. I don't know why, because it's just a natural fit. Uh, but uh, C. Crane gets plenty of plugs from me. It's a, they've been around for a long time, and they still do radios, which is kind of neat. They do really good radios. But one of their radios is a uh, – it's called the Witness, the CC Witness. It looks like an iPod. It's about the size of an iPod. It's a little cheaper. It's 150 bucks. Records uh, radio as an MP3. It's just like a DVR for radio. So you right. set the time. It records it, it onto a memory. You can put a memory card in it. It'll record it, uh, it'll, and you can play it back. It also has microphones, so you could record. You could use it as a pocket recorder for other things as well. 
And uh, so this is a great uh, solution. It records at MP3, which means it's got good quality, but it's compact. Right. Um, it can do all sorts of other little things. But I would take a look at that. It's ccrane.com, ccrane.com. And uh, the CC Witness, they've sold that for some time. I have one lying around that I have uh, used from time to time. There's also possible, you know, to uh, probably get these shows in other, uh, you know, on online. I think um, they're probably uh, broadcast over the Internet, which means you could use a Internet appliance or Internet software to record it. Not this one. The games are not streamed. The station is, but they turn Yeah, it drives me crazy. Yeah, as they do the same thing up here with uh, with Warriors and Giants games. You tune in and you get to just add after ad after ad after ad, and you suddenly realize, oh, I don't think they're broadcasting the game. I'm just getting <laughs> that's a, right. an ad stream. Yeah. Right, because that's what I tried at first. I was yeah. For, and I said, oh, well, this will be no problem. I can just do it on my computer. But, right. Uh, no, it doesn't take. It doesn't do it. Yeah. Well, then this is the way to do it. It takes, the, uh, takes it from the airwaves. It can't stop you from doing that. That's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, because because this old player is starting to break down, and the portable, you know, the little Walkman is, uh, you know, you drop it once, it's broken, and you can't yeah. find them anymore. Yeah. So it was about yeah, it's the warrior. The uh, NBA doesn't like uh, people recording off the air, so that's off the digital streams. They're very paranoid about that, but they can't stop you recording off the air if there is a digital stream that is not protected, and it's mostly sports. In fact, I think it's entirely sports. Applian, A-P-P-L-I-A-N.com, makes a bunch of software that will let you record digital streams, audio and in some cases video as well. Uh, they have a replay radio, which is a, a specifically for recording radio stations. Oh, look. <laughs> How funny is that? I'm just looking at the video of uh, replay radio. And what's number one on that? Leo Laporte, the tech guy. So and then right after that, uh, handle on the law, Clark Howard and Car Talk. So apparently, uh, this is used to record my show. <laughs> Little did I know. And that's 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 fine with me. Just keep the ads in there, and I, I'll have no problem with that at all. <laughs> so uh, Applian, if you want to do it in software on your computer, applian.com, and then the CC Witness from C Crane is a uh, hardware device like an iPod that'll do that. Walt, I'm sure there are others as well. If anybody knows, you can uh, call in and let us know. Uh, or go to the website techguylabs.com, and uh, uh, that's a that's our free and open website. You don't need to sign up for anything, and you can see the answers to all the questions. We put the audio up there. It actually is a podcast, so you don't need to use a recorder to record it. You can just download the podcast and get it. Um, and uh, you can also add your answers there. Now that you do have to sign up for because we use uh, a uh, commenting service, I think called Discuss, that gets rid of spam and stuff. So we make you sign up, but we don't use it in any way. And once you and you can use your Facebook account, your Google account, whatever. Once we uh, once you get there though and, and sign up, you can add your comments. So if there's hardware that you like or another way of doing this that you like, uh, please, TechGuyLabs.com. All right. As I said, Walter coming up. He's in Huntington, West Virginia. Same device, different speeds. What? We'll talk about that in a second. But first, let's talk about Carbonite online backup. Gosh, I you know I would I've been doing ads for Carbonite as long as I can remember. And I've been using Carbonite even longer. And I just want, I just hope by now everybody understands how important backup is and understands why Carbonite is such a good solution for your backup needs. I'll tell you what you're looking for in backup. You know, it's fine. You know, I asked my dad, he says, well, I'll just take a thumb driver once while plug it in and copy stuff to that. That's fine. But it's not, it's, it's, it's one of a several, I would say you should have a multi-layer backup solution. One of the ways you backup should be automatic so that you don't have to remember to do it. It should be continuous. So the minute you change a file, you're putting hard work into something. 
you know, pictures or writing or emails or, you know, your great novel or your painting or whatever. You want that backed up right away. You don't want to wait. And ideally, it's backed up off-site, somewhere away from your computer. Carbonite does all three. It also protects you against ransomware, which is huge these days. You don't want to have to pay a bad guy hundreds of dollars to unencrypt your data. You don't need to if you've got Carbonite. You have a good copy at all times stored on the Carbonite servers. So, so I hope that's enough to convince you to at least try it. C-A-R-B-O-N-I-T-E dot com. For home, for office, they have Mac and PC solutions. I use it every, I automatically every single day. It's backing up every single moment whenever I'm online. And you can try it free without even a credit card. Just please do me one favor. Use my name, Leo, and the offer code. That way you will get two months free when you buy. you got to back it up to get it back. Do it right with Carbonite. Don't forget to use my name, Leo. Walter Huntington, West Virginia. Hi, Walter. Hi, Leo. Uh, I think I've got an interesting problem. I've got three iPads. And the other night I was checking the speed test using speedtest.net. Mm. app. Mm-hmm. One of the iPads was always reading the normal speed, about 5 megabits per second down. The other two were reading about one or less. Wow. Then then about 10 minutes at midnight, the two that were reading low all of a sudden started reading normally. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So I've got no other uh, Internet-connected devices in the house, and I always turn off the other iPads when I'm checking speed tests on anyone. That's so really interesting. Uh, let me give you another speed tester to try it with. Okay. Which is DSLreports.com. That's one I kind of prefer. You do it in your browser. Okay. So it doesn't use a pro, it's not an app, it's in your browser. Okay. Um, and also, uh, internet service providers don't know about it, at least uh, until recently anyway. Maybe they do now that I've been talking about it. So they don't mess around. You know, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll say, we see where you're going, and they'll say, give him all the, we need more power, turn up the bandwidth. But why your different iPads would get different results, um, I mean, it's admittedly, you know, networking is weird. And those are Wi-Fi. Your Wi-Fi, you know, is very conditional on RF, and maybe there's interference. And maybe an older iPad is not as fast. It doesn't surprise me. Let's put it this way. It doesn't surprise me because tests are often inconsistent. You want a number of tests over a period of time to get a real indicator of how your speed is. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Well, hey, 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 how are you today? Leo Laporte here, the Tech Guy. Hour three of the Tech Guy program underway, 8888-ASK-LEO, the phone number, if you want to talk about anything with a chip in it. So that's computers, the Internet, cell phones, smart watches, home theater. You know, you get the idea. Our website, techguylabs.com, techguylabs.com. Back to the phones. Pete is on the line in Clinton Township. Hi, Pete. Hey, Leo. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. Hey, I'm looking for a good Christmas present for myself. <laughs> um, either an Amazon Echo or the Google Home. What <laughs> 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 um, Right now, I'd recommend the Echo. And actually, the Echo, uh, the new Echo Dot, which is... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's telling me about the Echo Dot now. Shush. Echo, stop. Uh, 
It's like having a little friend in your home. So the dot is designed to hook up to another speaker system, either by wire or by Bluetooth. So if you have a good speaker system, it's a problem I have with the Echo. I shouldn't say that name out loud. (laughs) The problem I have with the Echo is uh, that it's very useful. It's okay. particularly useful for Amazon users. So you, if you, I, in fact, I think you have to be a Prime user to get subscriber to get the dot. Good. Well, that means you can order stuff from Amazon. If you have an Audible book club subscription, Audible's their audiobook service. You can listen to your audiobooks on it. I really like doing that. It, it encourages you to use Amazon services. Obviously, the Amazon uh, Prime music works on it and then the new music service amazon unlimited works on it so it's a great music solution as well the problem is it's not a it's a single mono speaker that's not great it's got great microphones they spend all the money on the microphones but not so much on the speaker okay so i yeah i wouldn't fine for books but i probably wouldn't want to listen to music on it but if you then have it piped to a good speaker system like your stereo or something like that then it's really a useful tool. I guess it kind of depends how you're going to use it. Right now, the Echo is way ahead of Google's home because Amazon's been around for two years. It's two years old. They've okay. they've opened it up to uh, other developers. So there are all there are hundreds and hundreds of tasks and many devices come out, you know, that will allow you to ask the Echo, you know, how much gas is in my tank or uh, you know, what's the weather like? I mean, just go on and on and on because people add things. You could play Jeopardy on it. Now, Google may eventually catch up. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised given Google's investment in machine learning if the Google Home doesn't get smarter. Already, it's smarter about general knowledge. So if your goal is to do Google-style searches via voice, the Home might be better for that. But, okay. I, but I do okay. feel that the Echo has a, a kind of a, a significant lead at this point. And the Dot is 50 bucks. The Dot by itself is 50 bucks. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So this is the new Dot. I just got one. And you hook it up to a speaker, and now you have a stereo. No, do you hook it up to a regular speaker, a Bluetooth speaker? How do I, how, Either. How do I hook it Either. So up? it will pair via Bluetooth to any Bluetooth speaker. Okay. Or you can. It has a, a auxiliary jack, a little audio plug on the back, and you can plug it into a stereo system or powered speakers. It won't power speakers, so they can't be you know stereo speakers. It has to have a power. Uh, okay. But but then, man, I mean, I, 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 I'm running out of places to put them. I have them everywhere. So I got the dot, and, I, and it's in my closet. But now, when I'm getting dressed, I can have it give me the weather forecast. Uh, I can have it. Uh, give me news, uh, all sorts of great, useful things. It's Sweet. like it's like Jeeves. It's like my little butler in there. In fact, I will wake up and instead of looking at my bedside clock, I just took away the bedside clock and I now just say, "Echo, what time is it?" And oh. it, it will tell me. Hey, um, I want I want to let you know there's a great series on Amazon Video called Good Girls Revolt. Oh, have you heard of it? No, I'll try it. Good Girls it's Revolt. Excellent. Yeah, it's all about um, a 1960s newspaper. Oh, I saw the first episode when it first came out. It's an Amazon original. I did like it. Yes. Isn't it amazing what Netflix, Amazon, and these other companies are doing, coming out of nowhere, creating original television content that's just amazing? Uh, You know, Netflix just spent $130 million on this new miniseries, The Crown which is the historic life of Queen Elizabeth. 
by the guy who did the Queen, the very the Academy Award winning mu- uh, movie about Queen Elizabeth, and it's it's spare no expense. It's incredibly lavish. I'm gonna check it out. I just love what's happening. I mean, I think that this oh. we are living a ma- somebody said it's the platinum age of television, not the golden age. It's platinum, baby. And one more good series I, I saw I'm in watching called Red Oak. Yes, I love. Like a, that's pretty funny. I like Red Oaks. Yeah, <laughs> like Caddyshack. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're it's really good. What's like nice it. is these companies don't have any history doing this, so they just try stuff. In fact, Amazon has a unique way of doing this. They have kind of um, uh, a premiere week for a bunch of different shows. They've only made one episode, and they let you, based on your viewing, decide which episodes they should buy the rest of this series for. for. And it's really great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, The Man in the High Castle. That's another one, too. Yeah, classic Philip K. Dick science fiction novel, and they've done a yeah. really nice job dramatizing it. Yeah, we live in an amazing time. So, yeah, since it sounds like you're all in on Amazon, I think without question that $50 – which is half what Google charges for the home and a quarter what Amazon used to charge for their Echo. $50, the new dot, if you've got a nice or even decent Bluetooth speaker system or regular speaker system, is a very, very good buy. I'm getting there. I'm getting there right now. Lee. Happy happy tonight. birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Very All right. It. Take care. Yeah, I'm glad you asked because I've been meaning to talk about this dot. It, uh, they've dropped the price dramatically. It has all the intelligence. It just doesn't have a, a speaker. It's a little teeny, little tiny speaker so you can communicate with it. But it's designed to support a stereo or a speaker system. Um, get a set of powered speakers. And now you've got uh, with that and the powered speakers. Now, I understand what uh, is happening next year if you're a Sonos user. Now, Sonos is a very expensive wireless speaker system uh, that you know even audiophiles have all over their house. If you have a Sonos system, early next year, Echo is going to start working to control your Sonos system, which will be then very interesting because you'll be able to say, you know, uh, Echo, give me party music in the kitchen. And it'll start playing through your, your Sonos in the kitchen, things like that. Technology's funny. It both moves faster and slower. Faster than you would expect, slower than you want. And it's also uneven. It's not like there's this kind of continuous front of improvement. It come, moves forward in some areas, sometimes backward in other areas. Self-driving vehicles, you know, we may get that sooner than later. It's just, it's very interesting. It's one of the reasons I... Uh, I love I love covering it. Our show today uh, brought to you by those folks at Simply Safe. If you are looking, speaking of, this is a really good example of how technology is transforming an industry. If you're looking for a home security system, I gotta recommend Simply Safe Home Security. Uh, they have now added uh, a camera system, which is fantastic. It means you can have, for surprisingly little money, a complete home security system an arsenal of sensors to protect your home and your family. Uh, and you do it yourself in an hour. You can set the whole thing up. And you get, yes, you get 24-7 monitoring just like the other guys, but but a third the cost of the other guys, just $14.99 a month with no contract. And these new, by the way, the new high-definition security camera is amazing. Sends your smartphone a video whenever anything is detected. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Protected at home so you can see immediately what's going on. I know a lot of people want that. They were asking Simply Safe for it. They've added it. Find out more, simplysafeleo.com. Check out the new camera and the whole system at a really good price. If you're looking for home security, simplysafeleo.com. Simplysafeleo.com. Uh, our website, techguylabs.com, answers to all the questions we hear on the show there. You can add your comments, audio and video after the fact, too. Our phone number, 8888-ASK-LEO. I will be back to the phones when we return right after this. I'm Leo Laporte, the Tech Guy. segment which spans about five minutes leo laporte the tech guy 8888 ask leo i was just talking with the chat room about a new show on amazon that debuted uh, this weekend or i guess it was yesterday you remember the uh, old bbc uh, car show top gear and of course jeremy clarkson was fired because he punched out a producer (laughs) or allegedly uh punched out a producer uh, and I guess what has happened is he's been hired by Amazon along with other members of the old Top Gear team, Richard Hammond and James May, and they've created a new show for Amazon called The Grand Tour, which so far looks kind of like Top Gear, right? I mean, Clarkson was what made Top Gear Top Gear, I think. Uh, they spent there, so there's the opening segment, which I haven't seen yet. I've just seen a clip or two from it, but the opening segment begins uh, with uh, Clarkson driving away from London to Heathrow, flying to Los Angeles, getting a blue Mustang rental car to the strains of, I can see clearly now, Hammond and May pull up alongside him in red and white Mustangs, red, white, and blue, get it? And then they drive to the desert where they stage their own version of Burning Man, complete with a parade featuring dozens of motorized vehicles and a flyover, a five-minute opening segment which cost Amazon $3 million for that. Wow. So Amazon's all in on this, and, and, and and they make money on it, even though they don't charge you for it, because what they've done is they've created this product called Amazon Prime that gives you Initially, all, the only thing Amazon Prime did for, at the time, I think it was 80 bucks a year, was give you free two-day shipping on Amazon Prime-specific products, which is not everything Amazon sold, but enough. It was a kind of a clever idea to get me 
and by the way, I immediately did it, to pay them $80 for the privilege of shopping on Amazon. Because what it did is it, it made me, every time I was going to shop, the first place I'd look was Amazon. And now, by now, it's a habit. They raised the price to $99 last year. Still a great deal, even if it was just free two-night shipping. But they added uh, video. They added music. They've added now books. They have kind of a lending library of free books. Uh, not Again, as with the music, it's only a million titles instead of the complete set of books available on the Amazon Kindle. But it's still a start, right? What they've done is they've continued to add little things here and there to make the Amazon Prime membership more desirable. Nice. Nice. Very well done. And then apparently they're making enough money on it that they can afford to spend $5 million on a three-minute opening segment for a new show. And it must have cost them considerably more than that to get Jeremy Clarkson and company uh, across the ponds to do it. Very interesting. 8888 uh, Ask Leo. And we're seeing some changing times. Uh, Creamy Corncob in the chat room was uh, reminding me that Sony's Views uh, program, which is an app that you can now run on uh, Apple TV as well as Roku and your Sony PlayStation, it's a monthly subscription that gives you a lot of the features of cable TV. They've just added Showtime for a dollar a month in addition to the original uh, View fee. What does the View cost? It's not, ex it's not as expensive as cable. I think 30 bucks a month. Something like that. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Eighty. We're we're slowly getting to that that cord cutting uh, heaven, paradise we've been hoping for. And it couldn't happen a moment too soon to the cable companies, right? No, no love lost here. I got I've, I got the email. Have you have you gotten the email yet? From uh, if you're a Comcast subscriber, and I bet you, other internet service providers in the country are doing something similar. Comcast announced that they were going to have a one terabyte a month cap on your bandwidth. I thought, well, I'll never go through a terabyte a month. Got the email. Even popped up on the screen. Leo, you've used 90% of your bandwidth available. They didn't, they didn't threaten me. They didn't warn me. They didn't say we're going to charge you more. They're just informational email. I'd use 900 gigabytes in a month. I thought I'd never go through it, but then I thought about that and Realized, well, almost every night we'll stream something, Netflix or Amazon. or And then uh, I stream my audio. And I, I do a lot of streaming. Down, not so much downloading as uh, streaming media. That's apparently eating up a lot of bandwidth. Now I'm starting to see the point of Comcast having a terabyte cap. Didn't seem like much. Didn't seem like a problem in the past. Oh, they don't want me to stream. They want me to pay for all this stuff through subscription fees on Comcast, right? They want me to pay for HBO and Showtime and on-demand movies because that doesn't count. That doesn't count against my bandwidth cap. Apparently, I get three over-the-bandwidth cap notices, and then I'll have to pay extra. Uh, let's move on. Enough about me. What about you, Jonathan and Sherman Oaks? Hi, Jonathan. Hi, Leo. How are you? I'm great. Welcome. What can I do for you? Yeah, um, I have a... I need a solution for my uh, iMac. Uh, and I have three Apple products. I have a Mac Mini, a MacBook Pro, and a iMac uh, for a backup solution. 
So you want to back up all three? Yes. So the and I have a I have a super duper that I did for my my iMac, but I I don't yeah. have any backup. You realize when you have three that pretty quickly the idea of going around with a hard drive to each of them and backing them up is kind of gets to be annoying. I guess each of them could have an external hard drive you back up to. It doesn't solve the the larger issue of off-site backup, right? If all your backups, and you've heard me do the carbonite, if all, all your backups yeah. are in one place, they're all at risk if there's a disaster. So generally, if you have many computers you want to back up, the most cost-effective way to do it is to have a centralized network-attached storage device, NAS or NAS. What that is is just a lot of storage, big hard drive that's on your network. I presume all three Macs are on the network, right? Yes. Yeah. And so, I was looking into uh, Synology and yep. QNAP. I really like Synology for this. So uh, Synology has a variety of enclosures, so you can spend a lot or a little. You can have terabytes of storage or a small amount of storage. Uh, but all of them have this software on it called Disk Station. And Disk Station will actually do the backup for you. So you say, back up that Mini every day, back up that iMac every hour. You, you know, you set it ahead of time. It will do the backups for you. And then a good NAS will do that as well as cloud backup. So many NASs have plugins to Carbonite or other services where they will back up to the cloud. So that's kind of what you want is a solution that will back up automatically. Again, you don't want to have to think about it. Your device is locally. You have a local backup, which is always useful. And then the key is to make sure that that local backup is somehow backed up itself off-site. I think the Synology NAS is a very, very good choice. 8888-ASK-LEO. More of your calls right after this. Porsche the Tech Guy Show, brought to you by the amazing Epson Fast Photo Scanner. This thing will blow your mind, man. It is, uh, it is a scanner that it can scan thousands of photos as fast as one per second, 300 DPI. So they call it the world's fastest photo scanner. And it has all the software to restore, save, organize, and share your collection. The Epson Fast Photo Scanner. 8888-ASK-LEO, the number... Uh, Chad on the line from Long Beach. Hi, Chad. Hey, Leo. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? Good. So um, I'm planning on getting the new Microsoft uh, Project Scorpio console next year. As am I. That looks to be a very nice uh, replacement for the Xbox One. Right. So I'm wanting to prepare myself and upgrade my TV before that. Ah, you want a 4K TV, huh? Yeah. I don't want to have to drop all that money at the same time. Yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> By the way, and I mentioned this, we were talking with Scott Wilkinson earlier about 4K TVs, and it is it begins what I call the upgrade cascade because you start with the TV, but then suddenly you want all 4K inputs all the way around. Right. Scorpio is a good way to start. I actually got the Xbox One S because it comes with a Blu-ray UHD player, so I can play the 4K discs now. Right. And you'll want that. I presume Scorpio will do the same. Yeah, it appears to be. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you you may, if you use uh, 
streamers like a Roku, they have a 4K. Everybody but Apple has a 4K now streamer, so it's worth looking at that. Right. Yeah, I saw that uh, the Chromecast has a 4K model. Now. I bought the 4K Chromecast. I have to say it looks great. So Just, uh, I'm a huge fan of Sony TVs. It's pretty much all I've been using, and I only ever get rid of them to upgrade. Get the new one, yeah. I've, yeah, I've never had Scott, a... Now, I don't have a Sony, uh, any of the new Sonys, uh, but Scott Wilkinson has said very nice things about the Sony 4Ks. Right, and the model I'm looking at is the 800D, and from what I can tell is it just misses a couple of specifications ah. for the UHD 10 standard. Yeah. Now, there are a couple of ways you can do this uh, HDR stuff. Uh, one of them is UHD 10, but there's also Dolby Vision. Does it have Dolby Vision? Uh, not that I could see. Yeah, so you, d I think... It's my opinion you're going to want a TV that supports the full spec. Okay. Um, one of the things they call it is uh, UHD Premium, and that includes a color range, broader color gamut is the technical term. It also right. includes uh, HDR capability in one of the several ways of doing it. Now, I see the 800D is is HDR. Right. So let me look at how they're doing the HDR. They must be doing some standard on the HDR. Yeah, I was curious on that. I couldn't find anything... I was reading a bunch of forums and stuff and a lot of speculation, and but I couldn't find any hard evidence. You know, Sony's uh, n notorious for going their own way, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> the problem with that is uh, you, may be, be, you may get the Scorpio UHD player and it may not support whatever Sony's doing. Right. That's, that was my concern. Uh, so, yeah, I would, that's a legitimate concern. You heard, I don't know if you heard, Scott, earlier, but LG has just lowered the price of their B6, which is an OLED 4K. And, right. And the, that's the one I have. And uh, OLED, the Sonys are LCD, LED backlit LCD. Yeah. OLED is a, probably a better technology, as a, uh, especially for uh, HDR, because blacker blacks on uh, OLED and so forth. LCD is getting good. Mm -hmm. But uh, and I'm you know if anybody's going to do a good job of it, it's going to be uh, Sony. But uh, it worries me if it doesn't support. You know, I'm looking at this page and all it says is that a high dynamic range co compatible TV will change the way you look at TV. <laughs> but they don't say uh, how they're doing it. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. 
Yeah, and uh, and it may I, be compatible. It may be compatible with UHD 10 or Dolby Vision. I don't know. I mean, yeah, but, my concern was that it's a 2016 model, but I, you know, who knows when they actually built it. I, what is the price for this one? Um, I believe it's uh, 799. Wow, that's a great price. Yeah. So the, then, then the question is: Well, are you going to notice the difference? Right. Most and likely not. Probably not. It might bug you psychologically. Yeah, if, that, that's my. If your Scorpio says works with UHD 10 and Dolby Vision. And does and is kind of doesn't say anything about the Sony, right? It is v psychologically <laughs> very <laughs> satisfying when I start watching UHD content and uh, my TV says HDR. I like that right. feeling. Whether I would notice, in fact, you could probably tell me, "Oh, that's HDR," and I go, "Yeah, doesn't it look great?" And then you know, I'd be fooled. So there's yeah, a, or, so it doesn't say it is, so it can't be <laughs> right. 4K looks so much better. It does, and I definitely noticed the kind of the bigger the TV you have, the better it looks. Yeah, so these less expensive Sonys are smaller, right? They're 49 inches, yeah. like that, yeah. I think 50 is the max I can fit yeah. into my space. So just consider that the list price on the LG B655 is now 2,800 bucks. That's a lot more. Right. Maybe out of your price range. Maybe that's something to aspire to down the road. Yeah, and then again, I really can't even fit another. Yeah, that's too big. Well, forget that. The inches already. You know what? Is already pushing it. I'll ask Scott, but I would give it my seal of approval. I say, go ahead. All right. Sony's not going to do something that really... I mean, remember, they make the, the UHD Blu-ray players. Yeah, I have a seven-year-old Sony TV um, that has a better picture than, uh, like, a more recent base model Sony TV I've purchased. Yeah. Sony does... They're, they're telling me in the chat room, Nightwing, who is completely reliable on this stuff, says the Sony does support HDR10. Okay. Uh, so whether that one does, I don't know. That may be the issue. But, uh, yeah, I was thinking, I think the 55-inch one um, does, but this one, from what I read in different forums... Yes, it, it does. I'm just seeing, I'm looking at a Reddit thread on a list of 4K UHD TVs that support HDR10, and the Sony X800D is in there. Excellent. So, uh, based on this Reddit thread, it's in the PS4 section, it makes sense, because, uh, of course, that's the Sony PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. Um, but this, this if as long as it supports HDR10, that's one of the two standards, and it does. Okay. You're good. You're golden. Get it, and enjoy that's it. Good. Excellent. You will, Thank I you promise. Much, <laughs> All right, I'm glad you called. And thanks to Nightwing and the others who uh, who helped me out on that. It's hard, isn't it? When, the, when a company doesn't say we're supporting this standard, to how do you find out? But apparently somewhere buried somewhere. Actually, this th this uh, thread was originally posted on Reddit in the Xbox One thread. Makes sense. So that X800D, good choice. Boy, that's a great price, too. I, can't, I think the biggest, this is going to be the biggest jump in television since the move to HD. To, and if you're going to 4K, if you can possibly afford it and find a TV that supports it, get 4K UHD with HDR. You know, the spec is called UHD Premium. It may not say that on the box because that's, you know, you got to pay money for that label. But if you can get that, it does make a big difference. Apparently, there are competing UHD, uh, HDR standards. HDR, oh, I should explain, stands for high dynamic range. The human eye is capable of seeing a very broad dynamic range from the darkest darks to the brightest brights. You can actually, you know, the eye can perceive detail in both. We're getting cameras now that are even exceeding the human eye, considerably exceeding it at some points. And what you want is a TV that will give your eye all of that information. And that's, we call that high dynamic range. And the capability of doing that means a much more lifelike picture. 4K means 
there's so much resolution in that thing. It's like looking through a, a glass window. It's incredible. You combine the two and, uh, and, and then start putting content out that supports it, and you will see a difference, I promise. The Gizwiz coming up, 8888-ASK-LEO, the phone number. I am Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Website techguylabs.com. That's what you really want to remember. That's links to the chat room, to questions, to answers, to audio, to video. It's all free. Techguylabs.com. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, as every week at this time, Mad Magazine's maddest writer and the Gizwiz, Dick D. Bartolo. Hello, Dickie D. Leo, how you doing, pal? I am well. How are you? I'm doing good, too. Thank you very much. And uh, Dick, uh, besides being one of the funniest guys in the world and, and, and writing for Mad Magazine, and I grew up reading his stuff, even though he's like only a year older than me. He was a child prodigy, mm -hmm. I think. A little more than that. A little, little but not much. Right. You started in high school, right? We started writing yeah, for Mad in high school. I did. Well, I, I, I'm still in high school. <laughs> you know, one of these days, uh, you're going to get that diploma, and man, yeah, will yeah. they be I... surprised. Uh, he also is a gadget hound, going back to... Like the earliest days of gadgets, I remember you telling me the story of showing Bill Gaines, the publisher of Mad Magazine, back what must have been the 80s, the first answering machine. Yeah, which I bought for him with his money, and it was, <laughs> I, I believe, $400. Oh, man, and that was it, full-size cassettes that thing used? Yes, it, you needed two of them, a cassette for outgoing and a cassette for incoming. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny, and that, that was a revolution, and now nobody has answering machines anymore, and nobody. no. But it's amazing. Times change so fast. So, what are you bringing us? What did you bring? Well, you us know, to? you know, this is a funny backstory to this. So I went to the executive producer at World News Now, and I said, "How about if I do a gadget, a, a, a segment on gadgets people probably don't know exist?" And he said, "Well, try it. It sounds fun." Yeah. Uh, so I, I did it Monday, and for some reason, this uh, attracted a lot of attention with people because by morning, I had six thousand nine hundred ninety-nine hits. Wow. And then another 3,000 the following day because ABC put it online. So it's, it's the most hits ever that I've got. On gizwiz.biz, your, your website. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. So the first one got the most talk, and it's something I stumbled across and love. It is fully reversible USB micro cables. You cannot put them in wrong. Oh, hallelujah. Either end, the micro end or the USB A end, can go in either side. I don't even understand how that would work. Uh, it, it's a little bit flexible so that, first of all, the micro end, instead of it being rounded at the bottom, it's just rounded all around. Around The oval is completely around. Oh. At, and I, I, I got to get these because the micro yeah. USB, I jam it in the wrong way all the time. That's why I was really yeah. pleased to see and, USB-C and Lightning. Cause, yes, yeah. very inexpensive. I, I bought a bunch just to try different ones. You can get them as low as seven ninety nine for three of them. Wow. Uh, I, I like the uh, end of fire. They, they, I got a one foot and a five foot, and they were under $9. E-N-A-C, ENAC, fire. Reversible power line premium micro USB cable fastest charging flash data sync tensile <laughs> tested nylon cord braided cover velcro strap arranged in red. Red, yeah. Or I, I, I bought those gunmetal two. gray. Right, yeah. So what it really is is the insides are wobbly. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> <Right>? yes, yeah. <laughs> and they can well, go either way. At the micro USB end, it's just solid, but it's it's rounded at both ends. I mean, they work. I, I, I don't understand how them. that would work. You mean? The only you know, reason we can't stick in a micro USB backwards is because of the way the cables. Yeah. Head? What? Yeah. That seems like a 
kind of a it's rounded scam. at one end. Yeah, if you look <laughs> in one end, you'll see it's it's sort of rounded at one side, and the top side yeah. is straight across. Yeah, crazy. But yeah, but they work. Want to know more? Dick's got the notes on this and a link uh, to the Amazon page at his website, gizwiz.biz. Click on the uh, the Gizwiz visit, visits the tech guy button, and that'll take you right to it. Or the World News Now button if you want to see all of the stuff that you talked about. Yeah, perfect. Under $25 gadgets you never even heard of, you never knew existed. While you're at gizwiz.biz, you might want to play the What the Heck Is It game. A chance. It's kind of fun. It's just a fun game. You get a picture of a gizmo or gadget that's unidentified. you got to figure out what it is. If you get it right, you're in the drawing for an autographed copy of Mad Magazine. But here's the good news. You don't have to get it right. If you just come up with the best clever wrong answer, you could win an autographed copy of Mad Magazine. Gizwiz.biz. Gizwiz.tv for Dick's weekly podcast. His gadget cast. Which is a <laughs> lot of fun with Chad Johnson. And uh, I'm, I'm glad you're still doing that. Oh, yeah, so am I. Yeah, it's really, it's it's wonderful. Well, thank you, Dickie D. We'll talk again thank next you, week. Sir. Next week, I'll be here. I, can't, I, don't, I feel like they, they've been lying to us all this time about these USB, micro USB cables. Like, no, you have to stick them in the right way around. Apparently, it didn't matter. It was just the shape of the outside that made it. That can't be. I don't understand. I feel like my whole world is crumbling. It's not right. I showed <laughs> Our show today brought to you by Carbonite Online. Back up, my friends. If you are not backing up, you are running a grave danger of losing something precious to you. Maybe it's your baby pictures, your wedding pictures. Maybe it's your financial records, your emails. People, It's funny what people think is precious. Somebody once called me and said, oh, I don't need to back up. I got nothing on my hard drive I want. I said, really? Said, well, yeah, I mean, my bookmarks. I spent years compiling my browser book. Well, if you don't back them up, that's what you'll lose. Saved games, you'd be surprised how much stuff there is on that hard drive. And that's the good news. Carbonite, you just turn it on, pay once a year, very affordable, $59 a year for everything on a Mac or a PC, everything. You don't have to think about it. It just backs up whenever you're online automatically, continuously. And if you need your data, you can get to it anytime. Just log into your Carbonite account, not on any computer, not just the original computer, or use their free apps. And there's your stuff. You can download individual files, email them to yourself or others. Flat rate pricing affordable pricing and it's effective and if you're a business you've got to do this they have business plans too in fact they have appliances you have local and off-site just check it out at carbonite.com but all i ask is and they have a free trial they have a free trial you don't have to you know you don't have to guess if this is right for you, you just do the free trial no credit card needed so they can't bill you later or anything i mean they don't know they don't have that information so you're just trying it but if you decide to buy you'll be glad you use my name leo when you signed up for the offer code so you need to do that during the trial because then you get Two months free with purchase. It's a good deal, and it's a great system, and it's I rely on it. Carbonite.com. Don't forget to use my name, Leo, for two months free with purchase. Last call of the day, I'm afraid. Joe in Ventura, California. Hi, hi, Joe. Well, Leo, good to talk to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, I've got a question that's driving me crazy. Yes. And that is when I have a Blu-ray disc in uh, and playing it, the audio track and the uh, the conversation track, ah. different levels. Yes. Is, so how do you play back your Blu-ray? Do you have an AV receiver, or are you playing it right into the TV? Uh, right into the TV. Okay. So the TV, does it have a sound bar, or is it just the sound built into the TV? Uh, the sound built into the okay. TV. It's a Samsung Smart TV. Yeah. So what's happening is uh, most Blu-ray DVDs are encoded, and they're encoded 
the same way that they play back in the theater, usually with Dolby or THX or some other encoding SRS that allows the theater to surround you. And they'll have a left channel and a right channel, which your TV has, but they'll also have a center channel, which your TV does not have. They'll have rear surrounds. They may have two pairs of rear surrounds. They may have sounds above you as well if it's Atmos. But the key to dialogue is that center channel. All movies nowadays are made, TV shows too, anything that's made in surround, which is pretty much everything, except I've loved Lucy. That's in, that's in mono. But everything else, they mix it so that the dialogue's in that center channel. But you don't have a center channel speaker. So what you're getting is kind of a demixed version in left and right. The there you know your TV may have a setting to improve dialogue recognition. Most do. But the best way to do it is to have a, a surround sound or at least a three-channel sound, left, right, center, so that that center speaker contains the dialogue and massively improves intelligibility. In fact, I accidentally moved my receiver the other day and it, the accidentally pulled out the center channel uh plugs. And for a week, I couldn't understand what was going on on TV. And I thought, this is weird. Finally, I said, you know, I wonder. And I looked in the back. Oh, now I know. Put it back. It's great. Your AV receiver will also have the ability to boost the center channel, as, as your TV might as well. So that's the key. Left, right is not, you're right. It's not mixed for that. And so you're not going to be able to understand dialogue. Some TVs will have a way to enhance that. So look in your menu on your TV to see if you can improve the dialogue recognition. Otherwise, the surround would make a big difference. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.